Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andrew McCart, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. And you already know I always enjoy being in the company of David Diamante. David, you're smoking a nice stick there. Um, we spoke a little bit uh, today. You've got me into cigars. You've actually got me smoking cigars. You've, you've been kind enough to give me a couple of cigars. And I've told you now that I'm a cigar connoisseur, almost. And my favourite cigars in the Georgian, the Oliva Ziri Fee Milanio. Beautiful cigar. But I need to tell you that. First of all, Andrew, wonderful to see you. That was a lot. <laughs> you can't put it on me that I got you into cigars, but well, I enjoy it though. So thank you. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Um, yeah, it's great to be here in Newcastle. It's a it's a beautiful day today. Um, you know, I was just in Poland, so came in from Poland and to Paris to here, and uh, we got some great weather and we got some exciting fights this weekend. To be fair, this is probably. The nicest weather I've seen in Newcastle for a long time. I'm normally here in the winter time, and like yourself, the northeast in Scotland, we don't get the sunshine and the nice blue skies often. But when we do, it's it's a beautiful city, especially with the time bridge behind you. It's a nice treat, and um, we got this next gen show, and a lot of talent seem to be coming out of the northeast, and uh, it'll be showcased on Saturday night. So I'm excited for it. Um, I'm excited for Cyrus, you know, uh, being at the top of the bill. Um, I know that fighting Jenkins who has a lot more experience a lot of people are saying it might be too quick but Cyrus uh, he's turned over kind of late so I think he's ready for it well, that's the thing the next gen show I like them I think it's important because sometimes when you're a young prospect coming through or you're a prospect coming through you can be on the undercard and unseen an undercard of a Joshua or whatever or a Tyson Fury you're sort of unknown and unseen these next gen cards put you in the forefront a little bit you can headline a show in only your sixth professional fight you can be co-main event in your fourth professional fight so I like the next gen show cards I think it's important for the young prospects coming through well it absolutely is there's no doubt we do uh, you know the top tier fights but also we, we have a, a lot of the new talent coming through and um, so I guess that's what we're going to see on Saturday Hope, hope my lighting's good in this, man, because uh, we try to get a good position for uh, this beautiful, beautiful contrast with the bridge behind you. But hopefully it works out, but I'm fingers crossed. But who cares? As long as they hear your voice, right? Hey, look, <laughs> absolutely. And I mean, for me, I just, this is a great view. Um, look, the hotel rooms here are unbelievable. Uh, I love staying here when we're in Newcastle and we're right across the water. The nightlife here, if you guys don't know the nightlife in uh, Newcastle is legendary for a reason. It's, a, it's an amazing town. So uh, I've been having a lot of fun and I was out late last night, so quite enjoyable. Well, that's the thing. Newcastle is a little bit place and like you said, you touched on it a little bit that the talent in the northeast is, is stacked. You mentioned Cyrus Pattinson there, but then you've got Pat McCormack and then you've got Callum French and then you've got Mark Dickinson. So you've got these young fighters who 
have been GB boxers, they've been on the GB squad, they've done the GB cycle, but now they've turned in pro and it seems like the the future of the Northeast boxing is, is is bright. It does seem bright and like you you know, you just named a bunch of the guys on the card and you know, McCormack with uh, you know, two time Olympian, Olympic silver medalist, Commonwealth Games gold medalist, um, talented, uh, talented young fighter. And, you know, these guys have, uh, they seem to really have a, a mentality. I was talking to a guy today, he was telling me, you know, up here, they really don't have much. And the, the boxing means everything to them. And they're hungry. And um, so we'll see. I mean, uh, it's a tough game. It's a, it's a tough sport. Um, we saw a massive uh, rise with the popularity here with Lewis Ritson, the Sandman. Um, and we'll see if uh, we can get it with these young, young guys. You, the, the Zone have released a schedule a few weeks back, so it's going to be a busy time for yourself, um, Joshua and Franklin. In the first of April, at the end of this month, 1st of April is the fight. So it's a busy time for yourself and it's looking like a, a, a decent schedule going forward. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, listen, after this I'm going to head back to New York for a week, um, take care of some business there, and then I'll be right back over for Joshua Franklin. Um, it's just, I think it's great to, to get Joshua back out. I think that's what we all want to see. Um, look, some of these fights, you know, obviously uh, Canelo and John Ryder just announced in Guadalajara. Um, what an exciting fight for, for John. Um, congratulations to John for getting that fight. I think uh, as many people feel it's very well deserved. And it's great for Canelo to be fighting uh, back in Guadalajara. And uh, to have 56,000 of his hometown fans is just going to be, I mean, it's, you know, the Mexican fans are so good. Like the English, they, they understand the sport. So uh, it's, it's going to be a, a, an electric atmosphere. And then speaking of homecomings, to have Katie Taylor mm -hmm. in Ireland, and, and not just against a, a normal foe. She's fighting Chantel Cameron. Really tough fight. Cannot wait to see this fight. Um, tough fight. Really tough fight. So, you know, Dublin, Guadalajara, London, uh, and a lot more to come. Let me tell you, a lot more to come. I can only imagine. But like it's like I say, it's a it's a great great time for boxing. Now you're a boxing man. Now I want to touch on, obviously, the three main promoters here in the UK. We've got Frank Warren, Boxer, and Eddie Hearn. Now, I was excited at the beginning of the year because at the beginning of the year we had Boxer put on Liam Smith and Chris Eubank Jr. Great fight. Then we had Frank Warren putting on. Yard versus Bertabiev, another great fight. Then we had Matchroom and Eddie Hearn put on Wood, uh, Wood Lara. Uh, Wood Lara, yeah, I was right, yeah, Wood Lara. So three great fights from each promoter to start the year. And I was looking at it thinking, if this is what we can continue for the rest of the year, man, boxing's looking good. Well, listen, for me, as people know, I'm a boxing fan, number one. So, of course, I work with Matchroom and DAZN, but I've worked with many promoters over the years. And to me, uh, you know, I want boxing to do well. So to me, you know, rising water lifts all boats. So I'm really happy when there are great fights in boxing, whether it's on our platform or another. To me, it doesn't matter. It's great for the sport. And you're absolutely right. Some great fights that have happened, some more great fights that are going to happen. I mean, people are talking about Fulton Inouye and people talk possibly Fury and, and Usyk. There are a lot of great fights that could happen. I hope that they do because, uh, number one, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fight fan. You touched on there, Fury and Usyk. Now, we all know what Fury brings to not just the fight in the ring, but what he does outside the ring in terms of gamemanship, showmanship. Um, him and Usyk have been going back, back and forth on Instagram. Um, it seems like there's a 70-30 split, so get your opinion on it, man. 70-30, fair for Tyson, unfair for Usyk? I don't deal with that kind of stuff, mm. and that's not for me to say. Um, he's got, you know, Usyk's got a great manager, um, uh, Alex Krasiuk, I'm sure, knows what he's doing, whatever they decide they want to do. Uh, I care about the fight. 
So all the talk and the gamesmanship and the splits, that's really not, not what I deal with. So it's not for me to say whether it's fair or not. I just want to see the fight. Mm. And again, you know, as a fight fan um, and, and someone that, that works in the sport, um, what we really want to see are uh, the best fighting the best. And when you get an undisputed, which is what that fight will be, it's you're going to find out who the heavyweight, the real heavyweight champion of the world is. And that's what the fans want. You know, Usyk with three straps, Fury with one. Let's consolidate him and let's do this. Do you think boxing needs that? Because last time we had an undisputed heavyweight world champion was Lennox Lewis back in, what was it, 98, 96? I can't quite remember. Maybe you, you'd let me know, David. But yeah, do you think boxing needs an undisputed heavyweight champion to find out who the number one guy is? Yeah, I do. I do. And I think the fans think that. And I think we need that not just in heavyweights, but in all the ones. I mean, thank God we're seeing uh, Ryan Garcia and Tank Davis about to lock horns. But there are tons of other great fighters out there in, in the lightweight division, in the heavyweight division, in all the divisions. So, you know, we're seeing a trend really toward uh, undisputeds. And, uh, and I like that. I, I, think, I think it's better for the sport. Uh, I think that's one of the things that made the sport so popular uh, back in the day. And I do think the sport is still very popular, but I think it's harder. And there's just so many different distractions for, for fight fans and sports fans out there that you have to make it accessible to them. So, um, and that's one of the great things that we just heard yesterday with uh, Matchroom coming out with the, being on the Sky platform. And it's just great. So, you know, to me, again, I just want to see great fights, whether it's on our platform or another one. Um, I, I want that for boxing. You touched on it then. I was going to be on my next question, actually. Obviously, the fight starts now. It's going to be back on Sky on channel 429. Um, a lot of people, a lot of fans were maybe... Uh, complaining might be the wrong word, but there was a lot of noise made of boxing being on an app and having to fill in an email and ha create a password and whatnot to watch a, a decent fight in the Joshua Franklin or whatever it may be. But now you've got that Sky channel where people can just turn on the TV, hit the button, and the channel's there. So... Your thoughts on that? Is that a good move for the zone and Matchroom? I think it's phenomenal. And I've always been a huge fan of Sky. I loved working with them and, and being on that platform. And now we're going to be back on that platform. It's great. This is the thing. Again, I'm a fight fan. So it, the more accessible that we can uh, have our content and all the fight promoters can have their content, I think, better for the sport. I don't think the fans care if it's uh, this promoter, that promoter, the third promoter. They, they really don't care. They want to see the fights, mm. um, as do I. So I think, it's, I think it's great. And I do have to say, I do think that streaming is the future. We've seen that with a lot of different platforms. However, there are still, and Andrew, I'm sure you've seen these guys through these old school fight fans. I know many of them. They've got a phone. I mean, it looks like Fred Flintstone had. I mean, you know, it's an old flip phone that, you know, the screen's cracked and you can't, you know, they don't know what, a, what an app is. So you get those guys too. So this way it's great for everyone. For the new guys, the people with the technology that can be on their iPad or their phone, whatever they want. And for the old school guys, they can turn on the telly. I think, I think, well, that's it. I can tell you, that's old school, like my dad. Um, I think what the other thing is, is that boxing fans, we, we, we're asked to fork out a lot of money for, for tickets for a fight, whether it be a subscription, we've got to subscribe to this and subscribe to that and pay-per-view for this. I mean, you are asking a lot from a working man sport to keep paying for it. I, I think I read somewhere that if you've paid the £99 subscription on the app, you don't get this channel for free, so you're going to have to subscribe to the channel as well. So, again, it's asking fans for more money, but you know yourself if you're producing a good product fans don't mind paying the money well 
it is a tough time for a lot of people economically, and, and that's something that all these providers have to look at. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know all the nuts and bolts of, of the, the pay things. I know that I pay for zone and I just have it on a, you know, just a, a recurring payment thing. But uh, I think there's a, there's, a, there's a real thing because, like you said, you know, there are all these different platforms that people want to subscribe to, so it can cost, and I think that's, that's difficult. However, I think it's also like the fighters have to get paid too, um, and so... You know, people have people have to eat. You know, and um, I think it's it's up to the uh, the promoters and the networks to provide bang for buck, and uh, they have they have to do that. It's important. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, th- I think I, th- I think you're right as well. And the, everyone needs to to eat, like you said. And it's it's one of them economic times. But you know what? It's good to see the zone back on. Well, at least on a Sky Channel, where people, more people can probably watch it like you said the old school boxing fans that can just flick on the telly and, and watch some sport but like I say you got high hopes for boxing going into into this year we are coming to the end of March the third, the, the first quarter is almost done we've, I mean we've had some good fights like I've mentioned there are a couple there that we've mentioned we've still got to get Katie Taylor Chantel Cameron we're still getting Joshua Franklin fingers crossed we get Usyk Fury which sounds good because I know Sugar Hill's in back in the UK with, with Tyson so that's always a good sign so your hopes for this year uh, you think it's we're going to have some good good nights ahead of us. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, to be honest with you, I really think the fighters to be, you know, you hear a lot of stuff about fighters not wanting to fight, but and and I think that it, that does happen sometimes, but I I do think that's more the rarity. Mm-hmm. I think the fighters are fighters. They want to fight. I don't think they're too worried about each other. I think it's more the 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 networks, the promoters and the sanctioning bodies if 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 some a fight doesn't necessarily get made. Um and so I think that these factions are also the factions that stand to gain the most from these fights being made. And that's, that's what's frustrating as a fight fan is I want to see these fights getting made, whether it has to be across platforms and across promoters and, and different sanctioning bodies getting together and making these fights happen. I, I want these fights to happen. Um, and I think they will because I think it's, it's good for the sport. And I think the, most of the fighters want these fights to get made. So hopefully that will happen in the future. And, and I, I think we're seeing it. Um, you know, maybe not all the time, but we're seeing it. And uh, hopefully it happens more. Yeah, absolutely. To piggyback on what you said there, obviously... We've seen you've just you mentioned Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia. Now that's two fighters and two different promoters, two different networks. Fighters wanted it. They kept on asking. They kept on asking. And you've just seen both promoters and Oscar De Hoya and BBC and Showtime and the Zone work together and say, "Listen, let's get this fight made. Let's sign out a contract. Let's get the fighters done." And then we've seen it. We've witnessed it. It can be done if two fighters run separate networks and two different promoters. So, like you said there, it can be done. Well, it absolutely can, and we saw it with the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. I mean, that had to go across. That's what was one of the major roadblocks of that fight. Of course, that fight was overcooked. That fight didn't really live up to the hype, but it was still a big fight. I think the Tank and the Garcia fight's a mega fight, and I think you're absolutely right. We're seeing <clears throat> these platforms work together, uh, and the fighters, you know, come across whether it's different platforms or different promoters, and, and make these fights. And I think that's what's going to propel the sport. Uh, and I'm really happy. I, that's a mega fight. I can't wait to see it. You know, 135 is just a deep, deep division. And those are two of the biggest names, uh, you know, in that division. So seeing them lock horns is going to be wonderful. That's what I'm thinking. Like, boxing... People always say boxing's dead, MMA's taken over, or YouTube boxing's taken over, and the professional boxing is dead. But I'm looking at these fights that we've had this year and the fights that are look uh, ahead in this year. I mean, boxing's far from dead. Look, boxing's far from dead. Boxing is alive and well. It might have uh, some bumps in the road that it, that it goes through, 
But I mean, when you see, let's, let's put it this way, when fights like, you know, Tank and Brian Garcia get made, it will be a, a huge, huge fight and there'll be a massive crowd. I'm sure it'll do big numbers. Um, people love boxing, but they want to see the right matchups. And so that's, that's the message to these guys at the top is they try to get these fights made and for the fighters also, because like you said, when the fighters push for a fight, I think it can get made. So like I said, I, I don't think these fighters are necessarily scared of each other. I think they want the fights, but sometimes maybe they need to be more vocal saying, I do want this fight. And then that can propel the fights to get made and the fans, you know, but the fans have been pretty vocal, but they need to be more vocal, you know, as much as they can say, look, let's make this fight happen. If the public wants a fight, I think the fights, you know, tend to get made and, and that's what we want to see. But, um, a great fight, mega fight. You know, one of the other things also, when you talk about uh, like, you know, MMA, beating out uh, boxing. I, I do not think MMA is beating out boxing, but I think MMA does some things better than boxing does. And when you look at the UFC, you know, Dana White and the Fertitta brothers have, uh, you know, more of a, uh, I don't want to say monopoly, but more of a hold yeah. on that sport. And so they really have the top fighters and they can make the, the, the best fight the best. And, and people aren't so afraid of protecting that goose egg at the end that, oh, we see that all the time in MMA. And I think it should be applauded. They put on great fights, they put on great cards, they're great events, and they do a great job. And I think boxing needs to look at that and, and follow some, some of that suit. The thing that's more difficult, like I said, is you have different promoters, different networks, and different sanctioning bodies inside of boxing. Whereas in MMA, typically, it's really just those guys. It's easier to make that. So it is, it's harder for boxing to do that. Um, but I think when it happens in boxing, it's absolutely, it's massive. And we see that. Like, look at the numbers that we've had. I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy named Carl Froch, but I think the number was Maybe you could, was it 79,000? 79, 79, 79 or 81 or it was, no, it was 80, I think. I mean, look, we've seen these, obviously I'm pulling your leg, but we've seen massive numbers uh, at Wembley for Froch, for Joshua, for, for Fury, mm. huge, huge fights. Uh, and we can still see that going forward. You mentioned that the fans need to be vocal now. One of the biggest voices in boxing is Mr. David Damani himself. Now, I want you to be vocal and explain why fans should tune into the zone for Saturday night on the next gen show. Well, there's just a lot of great cracking fights, like we said, a lot of talent in the Northeast. And uh, one of those fights that I really, really fancy, I mean, you know, sometimes the best fights are, uh, they're not the huge world title fights, but they're British grudge matches. And uh, this fight with Dakers and Ismay, it's, uh, it's a lovely little uh, scrap, man. I really like this fight. It's a Nixon Hill, both guys undefeated, going for a vacant English heavyweight championship. And um, man, I love that fight. That's going to be a nice... Uh, a nice fight and you know you got all this young talent in the northeast you can see uh, say uh, i saw these guys way back when yeah, yeah. when these guys become big stars should be a good night on saturday definitely now david i know you're a man that likes to explore cities because if you're anyone follows you on your instagram you're here there and everywhere even when you're outside the box and you're, you're traveling to the, some unique places now we're back in the northeast what's your favorite restaurant for people that want to travel, come to newcastle let david diamante be your tour guide where's the best place to go well, there are a lot of great places here, so it's hard to just, uh, you know, but I will, I'll, I'll give a shout out to one place that I, I particularly love. Um, it's called the Broad Chair. Not chair like you sit in it, but chair, C-H-A-R-E, the Broad Chair. It's right across uh, the Tyne right here. It's a great pub and they do the, the classics really, really well. So that's a lovely spot. One of my favorites here in Newcastle. If you ever come to Newcastle, make sure you check out the broad chain. And listen, they might even give us a free food now. We're, we're giving them a shout out. Free food, David. But listen, you're smoking a good cigar there, man. I wish I brought a couple of mine down. And uh, yeah, until the next one, brother. I'll see you soon.
Thank you. What a thank you very much. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys Saturday. Definitely, brother. Thank you, David. Sports Social Podcast Network.